0: I don't say this often, but I think some members are buying the wrong comic books right now, but we'll get to that. Enter to win this ASM 300 first appearance of Venom by going to comictom101.com. Link in the description. There is a prompt that opens up on the landing page. Enter your email address in and it qualifies you to win not just this book, but all giveaways going forward. We'll do the drawing at the end of January. Let's talk about the most trending comics in the world.
1: we're here we're doing this again it's almost the end of the year but we're still working you should hit the subscribe button because we'll be back again next week and the week after that and after that and so on and so on until the end of time but right here at number 10 on this week's list is a brand new book this week this is the 1 to 25 ratio variant for superman number nine
2: this is an absolutely gorgeous cover by nathan zerti featuring the supremely underutilized silver banshee who we currently have dating jimmy olsen in joshua williamson's latest run now this book is selling for $25 on average and a high raw sale of $40. But when these books were first listed on eBay as pre-sales, we had a super high pre-sale of $75 in September and someone even paid $62 as recently as last month in November. So this is a high demand book. Take a look at this X-23
0: cover, this Rogue cover, this Storm cover. Nathan Zerdy is prolific, and it's no surprise that his variants are commanding a value because they have routinely hit very impressive numbers all year long. Make sure to follow Zerdy1 over on Instagram to keep up on this artist. I can't wait to see what else he's got in the chamber for next year.
1: He's a cool artist, and I can't wait to see what Joshua Williamson does with Silver Banshee moving forward in this run, too, because I think she's here to stick around for at least a little while. Joshua Williamson is just writing
0: everything right now in comics. He's over at Skybound. He's over at DC. What can't this guy do?
2: Number nine in the list, we have a recent repeat offender, Gotham City Sirens. Number one, we are seeing $30 average sales and a high Cdc 9.8 for $125 just less than a week ago. This is the first appearance of the Gotham City Sirens, Catwoman, Harley Quinn, and Poison Ivy. Is there an exact reason we're talking about this? Not... Really? But an increase of copies sold of
0: 240% tells me that members are speculating on what James Gunn is going to be doing with these characters, and it makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, he's got a whole new DCU to populate with characters moving forward, and now that Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom is out in theaters, uh, we can officially look forward right to whatever he's building over there. So I think we are going to see a lot more of these DC potential key books start to rise as people look forward to what's coming next and get excited. Uh, Me personally, I don't know if we're going to see Margot Robbie again in the future as Harley Quinn. We are getting the return of John Cena as Peacemaker. We are getting Amanda Waller, who's getting her own spinoff show. We did get Weasel, who will be reappearing in Creature Commando. So there are a lot of characters from James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie who are making the transition to the new DCU, but we still don't have any word yet on Harley Quinn.
0: Over on Threads, James Gunn was asked specifically about what Matt Reeves was going to be doing long term in the DCU because the Batman films are essentially Else worlds, you know, Penguin, et cetera. What about the Arkham series? Well, to everyone's surprise, James Gunn said that the Arkham series will be part of the greater DCU. And that got people thinking about Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Very likely that they will also be part of the larger DCU, considering that Arkham is going to.
1: It's encouraging, too, because Arkham Asylum is one of the most important locations in all of DC Comics. And for a, a real DCU to have a chance, I think like the actual location full of batman villains is exciting and uh, a really cool possibility and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that play out on screen.
0: They need more characters. They need more villains and this right here is a trifecta that they can't not utilize. And also, an app that you must utilize is Key Collector Comics. Use code TOM101 on the best comic app in existence. It keeps you up on this rapidly moving marketplace. It supports the show, and it unlocks a free two-week subscription if you use my code. And it gets you access to the Trending 20, where we source the 10 books that make up our
1: list from. You're missing out on, like, half the books we could be talking about every week. We don't talk about 20 of them. We talk about 10. If you want the full list, you got to get Key Collector. Do that, and then come right back here, because we're not done. we got to talk about more Harley Quinn. Batman, Harley Quinn number one, to be more specific. This is the one shot from 1999. The first time Harley Quinn appeared in DC Comics continuity and not just in a Batman Adventures offshoot stuff.
2: We are seeing $75 average sales this week, and a CDC 9.8 win for $600. This is a 220% increase in copies sold, and I think it's partially because if you went to your local comic shop this week, they had a brand new reprint of the regular cover and a foil version of this cover. Looks absolutely stunning, and I think some people are just trying to spend a little bit more money, especially at Christmas time, for maybe the more collectible ones. There were originally three prints of this first Batman Harley Quinn, but right now the newest one should be available at your LCS.
0: This has to be one of the most reprinted keys that I've ever seen. I mean, we're seeing a lot of reprints right now, and I love it. Every, you know, seeing the uh, death of Jason Todd recently, like it was really cool to see that at your shop. Well, this one keeps coming back year over year and it's been happening well before the introduction of logo variants and the foils in general
1: that have been hitting comic shops as of late i hate to cast judgment on anybody but tom said it earlier somebody i think bought the wrong book uh let's get into it justice league versus godzilla versus kong this just came out like a couple months ago i think issue three is out right now so it's still really recent this is a really cool book don't spend this much money on it, though.
0: $5 average sales, a 9.8, in which there are only 10 copies graded on the census as of right now, hit $158. This
2: book came out six weeks ago. This is absolutely insane. When I saw the high price on this, I'm like, is this a joke? Because we know there are more of them out there, and you could probably still go to your shop and get a copy for Five bucks off the shelf. I know there's a second print that is a little bit more in demand. I know that made it on. Was that on the trending twenty as well? So that one's been selling as well in the ten to twelve dollar range. My favorite is actually the one that roars. There is a Godzilla and a King Kong variant. Both of the when you open them up, raw, absolutely, like like
0: one of those cards. You know, you, you buy a birthday card and it sings to That's you. That's what it is.
2: So That's th- what the comic does. <laughs> They have the variant of those, and I'm excited to see when someone gets that graded what those are going to go for.
0: I'm curious if they'll even grade it and, like, what they'll do, but I digress. I have more (laughs) questions about grading right now than that, but that's for another time. We have an increase of copies sold of 108%. Okay, before we get into what they should have bought in, it's very clear that this is all about Godzilla
1: minus one, and I applaud it. You know, this book should be hot, damn it. It's a really good book. This is on my pull list. This is really fun. It's exactly what you get on the title: Justice League versus Godzilla versus King Kong. There's actually a whole bunch of other kaiju monsters in here too. So the Justice League kind of has to split up and divide their strength. It's a really good book, and sometimes with these miniseries, they're not—they don't always hit it out of the park. But this one is really good, and I—it it does deserve a spot on the list. But don't pay this much for it. Go buy the real Godzilla book.
0: That's what I was gonna say. You can buy a nine four. Godzilla won first U.S. appearance in comic books for what someone just paid for this. And considering there's only 10 copies on the census, I got to think that someone bought this as like a gift or something like that, because there's going to be more that hit the census, especially after we just reported on the number.
2: I actually thought we'd have more Aquaman books on the on the list this week. But, Tom, have you seen the movie? Now,
0: I will see the movie, just not in theaters. And I think that's probably similar to a lot of people watching this video. Let me know in the comments section below. I mean, it is the end of the era. Well, we have at the list at number six. Omega Men, issue number three. First appearance of Lobo. And this is the hypothesis. And I think we all agree here. Jason Momoa is probably going to be cast as Lobo. But they can't
1: do it until after this movie, which will
0: bomb. hmm Leaves the theater.
1: I didn't think this movie would be very successful, but I am even surprised at how much it is just going under the radar. Like they put this movie out without a red carpet premiere, which I don't know if I've heard of. You know, during during the pandemic, maybe you could get away with that, but like, there's no reason to not have a premiere unless you are just fully admitting this movie is not going to succeed. You had all the Amber Heard stuff that happened earlier this year. The fact that they put out, I think, two trailers, but I only cared to watch one of them, and I think the comic community kind of agrees. And yeah, like, Jason Momoa, at this point, he's probably going to be Lobo. They're going to shove yet one more character into Superman Legacy, which I don't know how that movie can possibly hold any more characters. But the second they announce that, that that will, like, stab this movie right in the throat, and Aquaman 2 will just die.
0: 115% increase in copies sold. The book is hitting $85 average sales, $335 for a CGC 9.8.
2: This is absolutely a perpetually relevant book. This is one of those books that Lobo fans have been buying for years and it has been going under the radar for forever. This may be your last chance to get it at an affordable price.
0: If it happens, what do you think in the comment section below? We'll take you to number five on the list with Uncanny X-Men number 221, the first appearance of Mr. Sinister. $75 average sales, 9.8. This is hitting $280. How does that feel? Because I love this book. He's not on the cover, but... It's a perpetually relevant book, as you'd like to say, Russ, and I still think that this is a great price.
2: $929 for a high, Tom. That's all I have to say. Like, seriously, a sub $300 nine eight for this book just blows my mind. Right. This is one of those books and one of those characters that, again, if you're an animated X-Men kid, you're a massive fan of this character, and I just think bringing him into live action is going to make all the difference, and this book's going to go right back up.
1: And we do know that he will be the villain in X-Men 97, like the continuation of the old animated series, but there was a rumor this week that came out that he will be the villain in the X-Men movie, which will also be focused mostly on the female mutants on the X-Men team. I don't believe it. What do you think about this? Because like, is
0: this like Silver Surfer hype type of thing? They're just trying to rile the community up? Because last I heard,
1: they were just in like the scripting phase. They made a very big, splashy announcement right when the strikes ended in like September that... We we're we're kind of opening the floodgates for anybody who's got an X-Men script to come submit your scripts, right? Marvel made kind of a big deal about hiring outside talent for an X-Men movie. And even in the Deadline article that announced that, they said that like this movie's kind of off in the distance. There's no firm release date and that they probably wouldn't select a writer until the start of 2024, which tells me there's no script yet. There's no writer yet. How do we know what the premise of this movie even is going to be? I don't know. Spec lightly, but I feel like Mr. Sinister is, is is a safe bet either way. I'm dropping two
0: amazing covers before the year end. Comic Tom 101. You don't want to miss it. The first one, I brought back to press one of the biggest covers we've ever released. The version of which, non-foil is hitting above $30 to this day. I took that same cover by Raph Grissetti and put it on my Something is Killing the Children pen and ink issue number one. We made it a foil, and we priced it at $20. Did you tell them about the second one, though? Star Wars, Darth Vader, issue number 42. Steven Segovia, my first Ahsoka Tano cover in trade dress. And we cut that print run down. 1,500 exist, and they all come with a cert.
1: Darth Vader is also a really good run, too. So it's a good read on top of a really cool cover featuring Ahsoka available this weekend on comic Tom 101store
0: And we didn't stop there because if you like Ahsoka Tano, between now and April, we're gonna be giving you all
1: of the Rebels. Ezra, Hera, does Sabine. Include, does that include Chopper? No. Chopper's my boy. No and of chopper. course, of course, Tom left out Chopper just to stick it to me. Whatever. We're done with that. We're moving on. We're moving on. We need to get back to the list. Number four, we're at number four with, of course, a mutant that has four claws coming out of both hands that everybody knows. One, two, three, four, maybe even five. Wolverine number 17 from 1989. Have you read a
2: Wolverine book? Uh, no. Have you seen a Wolverine cover? No. He's Have around- you seen this Wolverine cover, this amazing one by John Byrne Wolverine number 17, which is number four on the list this week?
0: Beautiful. This is hitting <laughs> $18 average sales, 131 for a CGC 9.8. Yo, at this table, like, I like this cover. I was surprised to hear that one or both of you didn't
2: care for it. I'm not really a fan of this cover. There are some John Byrne covers that I really like, especially like all of his She-Hulk run. But yeah, this is just one of those books that... Doesn't float your boat? There's a lot of Wolverine covers that I think are better. I'll put it that way.
0: I like the red background. I like that it's uh, essentially a portrait of him in Mm -hmm. action mode and i love wolverine in that classic brown suit i have to be the only one that wasn't as excited about the yellow classic costume i want to see him in brown i want to see him short and stocky i want to see him like marvel versus capcom damn it
1: that's how i hope the new version of wolverine happens whenever they reboot it and give us a new version uh either way this book has just made the list because people are excited about wolverine we got deadpool 3 on deck they're back out filming it again we're getting New set photos, it seems like, every other week now, except it kind of slowed down this last week. Either way, Wolverine is hot, and this kind of makes sense. This is a good display
0: piece. I can see someone getting this as a gift. You know, in the holiday season, we're seeing a lot of sales that are, may seem a little bit higher than usual, but the aggressive sales typically mean that it's a gift for someone, you know, being thoughtful, an increase of 163% in copies sold week over week. Number three on the list,
2: Fantastic Four, number three, 91, a book from 1994. Oh, my God. $8 average sales, $100 for CDC 9.6. You could imagine there weren't a whole lot of people specking on this book, so there probably aren't a ton on the census. But this is the first appearance of Vibraxis, uh, Wakandian, who has been infused with vibranium, which sounds a little bit like someone else we've recently been talking about.
0: Yeah, Tosin's been on the minds of a lot of people. You know, they're doing some stuff over in the comics and Vibranium and and even the animation that's going to feature different time periods of Wakanda. We expect to see a lot of different characters in this new animated show. An increase of 167% for a book that only has 24 copies graded at a 9.8. Abysmal, especially for a Galactus cover. And is this an homage to FF49?
1: I thought it was FF49. I don't even think it's a question. It looks exactly like that cover. It's very, very easy to mistake it. The corner box art is a pretty dead giveaway once you look a little closer. Dead giveaway. But yeah, uh, I missed Tosin. You know, he was introduced all the way back in issue three of the previous run of Black Panther, and I've been on it ever since. We've had a new run. We're like five or six issues in with a new creative team, and Tosin is just completely MIA. So maybe that's a good reason to go grab that book, too, because like Tom was saying, this new Eyes of Wakanda animated series is going to feature feasibly going to feature a whole bunch of different Wakandan characters from different eras. It makes sense to kind of look at different ones who might be worth up.
0: Here's the proof that this book is spiking because of the show spec. This book at a 9.8 back in October sold for $62. We just reported on a $100, 9.6.
2: We also have to keep in mind that this came from the era of massively overprinting these books. There were a ton of shops out there in 1994. And while we don't have the exact print run on this, it's probably north of 100,000 raw copies were made. And that means there's a lot of them out there in quarter bins and dollar bins. And I think more high-grade copies are going to happen, especially if this is a character that they use. Batman 121, first
0: appearance of Mr. Freeze by Raph Grissetti on the cover. This is a one per box in the January mystery mail call. Every month you support what we do. And for $34.99, we send you a box of four to five comics, and this one is guaranteed one per box. This is the 51st trending video of the year, and we've been doing this video every week without skipping a beat for over 5 or going on six. If you want to support what we do, this is the best way to do it. Go to ComicTom101.com get some funny books from us. We put a lot of effort into it and we appreciate every single person's support. We started this show with 25 members who gave us a chance. We've come a long way and want to keep doing it for you.
1: I was going to say something else, but I don't, I don't think I can. I think he just said all that very beautifully. Why don't we just talk about Jonathan Majors? Sure. What's what's that guy doing? Has he been up to anything lately? I don't. I haven't heard anything. I'm not following him on Instagram, so I don't know. I don't know. I heard some bad things. Kang <laughs> the Conqueror, right? Didn't he, he's playing Kang the Conqueror, I think.
0: Not anymore. All right. So number two on the list. I... Called this last week, Avengers number eight is selling like a mofo. This is an expensive ass comic for the first appearance of Kang and a $2,300 average sale. The last 9.2 sale took place in December for $42.50. So when we tell you that there's an increase of 200% week over week in copies sold, that's a lot of damn money because everybody is dumping their copies.
2: With the recent news and with the recent conclusion of the court case we know that Marvel fired him, and it's kind of an unfortunate situation on all sides, but yeah, we are going to see people dumping this book probably over the next few weeks, and I expect to see prices continually going down.
0: It makes me think this may be one of the best opportunities to secure
1: a
2: Kirby single-digit Silver Age classic.
1: Yeah, I mean it it does suck, but you got to you got to look past the movies and back to the comics where this all started. This is single digit adventures regardless of what's happening on screen. If you can, this is the best time to pick it up, I would imagine. The real question in my mind is what happens now? Are we getting a different actor to play Kang? Are we going to like Terrence Howard, Don Cheadle this thing and just swap him out with somebody. We've done it before, right? We we all kind of just got over the different war machine from way back in the day and doom, just adapted doom, to a new one. Doom, doom, doom. Doom, 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 do doom, doom. doom. Okay, but, but yeah. Really? <laughs> you guys want Dr. Doom to just come out of nowhere after all this Mania Loki build-up and then you're just going to be like, oh, nope, doom. Have you ever read a Marvel comic book Yeah, and then read another Marvel comic book that has nothing
2: to do with the other one? That's what Marvel comics are like, Ryan. Let us
0: know what you think in the comment section below because I, for one, all for changing course. But you know what? Kang's introduction opened up the multiverse so that we can have different people play different characters. I right. mean, this is
1: kind of what he set us up for. Just give us a different Kang and keep going. Like, mm, That's the easiest. That's the easiest answer. Let's move on. I'm getting heated. Like and subscribe. We need the comic fam support. We need to
0: serve... Lore? The Algorithm Gods? I don't know, but we have the number one most trending book in the world. One week until the end of the year, and it's an independent, low-print comic book hot damn.
1: I feel like we got to give special props to this one right here. Beneath the Trees, Where Nobody Sees, number one. This just came out last month. Uh, We just talked about it last week when it made number 10 on the list, and one week later it has hopscotched every other book, including Kang, to make number one on the Trending 10, which is a huge accomplishment in my opinion. We're seeing 260% increase in copies sold of this book. It's selling for about 20 bucks. We did see a CGC 9.8. There are slabs of this book already. One just sold for $85.
0: Well— There's only 17 graded at a 9.8. The book's been out for a month, and CGC has been going kind of slow towards the end of the year, you know, to accommodate holiday, and, you know, I think a lot of people are on vacation over there. So, I expect to see a lot more of these hit the census, which is why we're seeing a gap between highs here. In one month, it's sold as low as $85. So, someone picking one up for $150 is clearly specking on it, getting the stray dogs treatment, which it
2: has yet received. There's no option status. It's just a lot of community buzz on dope book so i was super excited when the second print came out last week i got 10 copies of that and we have been getting phone calls non-stop at the shop about this book we actually had a bunch of guys come in on wednesday all three of them bought the second print and issue number two but the crazy thing is foc the final order cutoff this last week had beneath the trees where nobody sees number three on it Nobody had added it to their pull list. Nobody had subscribed to it. No one was even talking about it. So while the internet community knows about it, while people are actively seeking for this book, the people who are subscribing are dropping the ball. Milgeek Comics, you know who you are
1: add this to your poll guys i was in your shop yesterday and there was one copy left of the second print on the wall and i grabbed it i looked at it i put it back i didn't want to <laughs> be the guy to you know steal it from you know an actual customer so you're welcome whoever gets that last copy
0: in the last month, we got updates on Stray Dogs. And I mentioned Stray Dogs because it's a very similar situation here in that we have a kind of cutely drawn book that's actually more close to the horror genre than it is anything else. And I think that the community who has experienced the Stray Dogs hype is looking at this as great prime opportunity. Just don't get too crazy just yet because Stray Dogs had a mighty fall. But In the last month, we got updates on Stray Dogs, which pushed it right back up.
2: We also got updates because there is a new title called Ferals by Tony and Trish, and it is going to be based on some cats and kind of a zombie apocalypse feel. I am very excited for that to be coming out.
0: Add all those books that we just hit you with onto your pull list. Have a happy holiday. We'll see you before the year end. And
1: of course,
0: as always,
2: geek responsibly,
1: enough said.
0: What the hell's going on with CDC? Peace.